it's not just about the listens. It's not just about the guests. There's so many other things that go into it. How fast are you building behind the scenes? Now, here's the thing. I know that's heavy. And what we talk about often on this podcast is very deep and behind the scenes. But that's because I really want you to succeed. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode. It was episode number 76, Three Reasons You Really Need to Know Your Audience, and that will just continue to be more and more important as you grow your podcast. Today, for episode number 77, are you measuring the right results? So, if you're doing something, if you're trying to grow something, if you're trying to make progress with something, obviously we need to know what the results that we're trying to measure are because what you measure, usually you can control a little bit better. If we understand this input creates this output, we'll do more of that, right? But I realize now more than ever that there are certain measurements that just aren't as important as we probably think. And on the opposite end, there are probably some measurements that are way more important than we think. So a couple thoughts I have for this episode, a couple different directions. But I was talking to a podcaster recently, and they said, well, I know my podcast is growing, and I know I'm going to be successful because it's easier than ever for me to get guests. And in my mind, I didn't want to burst this, this person's bubble. This wasn't a client. This was just someone who I was on their podcast, and I was rooting for them. And I said, awesome, that's good, and a strong work. I hope it keeps going. But the truth of the matter is, Getting guests is easier than it's ever been. So if one of the measurements that you have is how easy it is to get guests or how many episodes in a row or how booked out you are with guests, I would, I don't want to say argue, but I would argue that that's probably not a great measurement because now you have, excuse me, you have Podmatch, you have Matchmaker, there's a bunch of different softwares and apps and programs that are created to help you find guests. Maybe a better measurement would be the number of high quality guests, whatever that means to you. Again, you've heard me say this before, there are, so when you first start, you want to have a decent microphone, decent video, decent guests. You want to be a decent speaker, decent, right? That's just like the A level. At the very beginning, you're just trying to do it. You're not trying to do it well yet. You're just trying to do it. And then eventually, when you get to like the B level, you have a nicer mic, a nicer camera. Maybe then you're on YouTube. Then you're doing videos on social media. Then you're doing video podcasts with guests. That's B. And then C is you have a really nice microphone and you have a studio and everything you do is on video and every guest you have is on video and you're creating a bunch of different micro content and you work your way through the, al- the alphabet. So eventually you want to get high level guests. So maybe A is having 
a guest every other episode. Then maybe B is having a guest every single episode. And then maybe C is having a guest every single week and doing a solo. By the time you get to D, E, and F and you work your way through the proverbial alphabet, you want to start saying, okay, what can I do to get higher quality guests? Whatever that means to you. A bigger social media presence, more expertise, an author, whatever it is. Whatever quality means to you. And I said this to a client recently. I said, just for our our check-in conversation topic, when's the last time you sent some messages to some reach guests? Some some guests that might not come on, but it's worth taking a shot. Because you're you have a lot of guests very consistently, and you have some really good guests too. How do we reach for bigger guests? It's that time now. It's time to reach out for those people because we're not struggling to get guests. That's kind of the, the thought. If you have... 15 guests booked for the next four months take some shots on some people that might not come on because you have the ability and you have the abundance to do that so getting guests is not necessarily a measurement of success getting quality guests is a better measurement of success getting more aligned guests might be a better measurement of success so that's number one number two number two social media numbers Whatever that means, followers, likes, comments, whatever it is. Here's the reason why. When my wife and I got married, we went, we eloped in Telluride, Colorado, one of the most beautiful places ever. Amazing. I fell in love with it. Got to have a house there at some point, many years down the road. And I remember when I was posting on my story and I was posting pictures, I got way more love than almost anything else I had ever done. And I remember thinking, there's people that are seeing everything I do, but they're just not engaging with everything I do. It doesn't mean they're not seeing it. So you might say, well, I'm posting all the time, but nothing's happening, or I only have 30 or 40 people who watch my story, or there's no engagement or any of that. Just because there's no engagement doesn't mean people aren't seeing it. Now, yes, in a perfect world, we'd have amazing engagement every single time we posted something. But I want the empowering thing to be, there are people seeing your stuff. I'm not, I don't think more people saw the wedding stuff we did. I think the same amount of people probably saw it, but more people resonated with it and more people engaged. For me, that's empowering because it means people are seeing stuff. It means there's people that are seeing the stuff that I'm putting out there. It can be very, very frustrating when you work really hard and you don't get any results on social media. But what are we measuring? If you get 15 new followers every month, that's good. Yeah, it's not 100, it's not 1,000, it's not a million, but 15 is good. If you get one a week, that's a good place to start too. Don't beat yourself up over making progress even or just because the progress isn't the progress that you decided was progress. A lot of progress is in that. But social media numbers is something I see very often. Yeah, 50 people watching your story might not be that many. But 50 people is a lot of opportunity to start conversations. 50 people, if you were giving a speech in front of 50 people and you've never given a speech before, that's a good amount of people. You're probably going to be pretty nervous. So don't lessen the fact that there's people out there watching what you do. Number three is download numbers. So are you measuring the right results? Download numbers, listens, whatever you want to consider it. Listens, downloads, whatever you want to consider it. 
why am I saying that when we're talking about measuring the right results? Well, here's why. Because depending on what your expectations are, year to year, growth is going to look very different for different people. So let's say you have 1,000 downloads, and then you have 2,000 downloads, and then you have 3,000 downloads, and you have 4,000 downloads. There's a lot of people who would be very frustrated by the fact that they're only getting 1,000 more downloads per year. But for me, that is a level of success. Now more than ever, I believe measuring the amount of dollars made from the podcast is just as valuable as the download numbers. And here's why. Because for many of us, the download numbers aren't going to dictate the amount of money we make. It's going to be kind of the opposite. So hear me out on this. Again, I always use the coaching analogy. I realize not everybody's going to do coaching, but it's just the easiest thing for me to explain because I have the most experience coaching coaches. So let's say you have 400 downloads a month. So you get 100 downloads a week. And let's just assume it's 100 people that are listening. All you got to do is figure out who as many of those people are as possible, right? That's why we talk about the Facebook groups, going through your story, starting conversations, email list, all that stuff. And if we can get five of those people to work with us as a client, whatever it is we do, and let's say we make a thousand bucks a month, technically you've monetized your podcast. And let's say it's costing you a hundred dollars a month to do your podcast for whatever you're using, AI and, and your hosts and all that stuff. You're making $900 a month. That $900 a month creates the opportunity for you to do your podcast for a lot longer because you're not losing money. I've really pivoted my view on this because I used to think the more downloads you get, the easier things get. Yes, to a degree. But if you're waiting until you get to a million downloads before you ever try to flip it into a business or get clients or have products or services, whatever it is, you may never get there. It's almost like you have warm water, but you're going to walk another 50 miles to get cold water, when in reality, you might not make it. You might die before you get the cold water, but there's warm water there. It's not ideal, and it might not be the actual ultimate goal, but it might get us to the ultimate goal eventually. Hey, Kevin. Kim here. Just wanted to send you a video to say thank you so much for your help on creating the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. You know, I couldn't have done it without you. I knew you'd be lots of great help with the technical aspects of getting the podcast going, but you went well above and beyond that. You helped me with the strategy and you gave me all kinds of really great support. You know, I think the key to success in business is a great attitude and you have that in spades. You really walk the walk. So thanks again. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. I'm really starting to understand this and I'm, re- I'm seeing this more and more and more that there are people out there that they're too focused on their download numbers when they should be focused on the quality of their listener. And when I mean quality, I don't mean intrinsically as a human being. I mean aligned. I would rather have 100 podcasters who listen to this rather than 500 people who listen and only 10 of them are podcasters because this is a podcast for podcasters. If I'm only looking at the download numbers, that could be frustrating. But if I believe that I'm talking directly to the people I want to talk to, that's actually a really good thing. I said this to a client 
today. I said, I think we really need to niche down and we need to let go of the podcast downloads or listens because when you niche down, the listens are going to go down for a while. But that doesn't mean you're losing opportunity. You might actually be gaining it. So I guess in this example, when I say, are you measuring the, the right results? What I mean is, are you measuring the results correctly? Do you think just because you had a down month, you should change everything you're doing? That's probably not the truth. Do you think that just because you had an up month, you should change everything you're doing? That's also probably not the truth. Months go up, they go down. They're very all over the place. Ourselves, all of our clients, I've seen it across the board. As long as the trend line's going in the right direction, that's a positive thing. But I don't want you to obsess over download numbers to the place or to the point where that's why you do everything you do. Because if you can make $500 a month from your podcast and the podcast pays for itself, that ultimately will buy you more time to do the podcast. And eventually, five years down the line, you'll have bigger download numbers because that's just a byproduct of survival. Here's my thought behind this. If we stopped after our first year, we'd have, I think we had 1,000 downloads, 1,054 or something like that in our first year. Our second year, I think we got 28,000 or 29,000. If we stopped after year one, we would have said, well, we only got to 1,000 and we couldn't make any money. If we only got to the end of year two, we would have said, well, we got to 29,000 and we couldn't make any money. I think year three is when we started making money, but it wasn't a lot. It was 50 bucks a week from five people. So it ended up being $1,000 a month. That covered expenses, that allowed us to bring on people part-time. We were living very stingy and we were very broke, but that is what I'm talking about. I wish I didn't wait as long as I did to try to monetize. That's, that's really what I mean here because I was looking at the downloads assuming when I got to a certain point, we just start making money. It doesn't work that way. Podcasts are different businesses than other businesses. You can throw a donut shop in the corner, and if it's a busy corner, you're going to get some people that come in. With a podcast, it doesn't necessarily work that way. You may never accidentally make money, but I also know people who have only accidentally made money. So there, there's an in-between here. But the ultimate point I'm trying to make is make sure you're measuring your download numbers effectively and balancing that with all the other things you should be measuring as well. If the download numbers are the highest they've been, but the work you're putting in is the lowest it's been, that might be a dangerous game a year from today. It might look really good now, but the reason the podcast numbers are high right now is probably not what you're doing right now. There, there are other things that matter. I'll just leave it at that because I know I'm, I'm going off on tangents. So those are really the three things I'm thinking of when we're talking about this topic. Getting guests is awesome, but just because you have a line out the door of guests doesn't mean they're high quality guests and it doesn't necessarily mean that's the right thing to measure. Number two is social media numbers in anything, whatever that means. If you have a Facebook group, I don't care that you only have 25 people. If those 25 people are super aligned and they came from the podcast, that's awesome. That's a great thing to measure. Don't beat yourself up because that's how it starts. And then the third thing is download slash listen numbers. Yeah, it's important and it helps for perception. When I say we're going to get to a million downloads this year, we'll cross a million downloads, a million listens, whatever. Yes, that sounds really good. But that isn't what has allowed us 
to continue this for five years. It was using it as a business and making money through products and services and serving our community at a deep level and all the other things that we do. So the sooner you can look at your podcast like a business, the longer you'll be able to do it for, most likely. Is there anything else? Oh, a couple other things. One, there's a website called Listen Score, and a lot of people think being in the top 3% or 2% or 1.5%, all that stuff, matters. It looks really good. It, it sounds really good in terms of perception, but it doesn't mean you're going to be quote-unquote successful, and it doesn't mean just because you see a show who's in the top 1.5%, I don't even know how they measure that. I'm guessing they measure it somewhere... It has to be on listen notes is where they're getting that from, is my guess. I'm not sure. I can do research and maybe I can do an episode on it, but I'm not sure how they're getting that data, but it doesn't mean you're successful and or not successful. You could be a top 0.5% podcast and not make enough money to continue it. I had a, a buddy of mine who had a podcast that had over 10 million listens, 10 million downloads. And he really didn't turn it into a business, so I think he was making like $5,000 a month. Now, $5,000 a month is really good money. $60,000 a year to be a podcaster, that's amazing. But it didn't necessarily allow him to grow the business into a bigger business to the point where he was bringing on team and he was doing events and that type of stuff. So if that's what you're aiming for, we have to just work on the business part. It's not just about the listens. It's not just about the guests. There's so many other things that go into it. How fast are you building behind the scenes? Now, here's the thing. I know that's heavy. And what we talk about often on this podcast is very deep and behind the scenes. But that's because I really want you to succeed. I know a lot of great speakers that have podcasts that aren't really getting the results they want people who are really good at social media that aren't really getting the results they want. There's just so much more that goes into it than I ever realized, especially in the beginning. So those are the main focuses. Are you measuring the right results? Guests, social media numbers, download numbers, listen notes score. Just make sure you're looking at it through the right frame so you don't end up super frustrated, quitting long before you should. If you can do this for five years, you're going to be way more successful than you would if you could only do it for one. I know it sounds overly simplistic, but think about it. If we stopped one year in, we would have had 1,000 listens. The second year, it would have been 29,000, and then from there, it's grown and grown. But I would only have 100 episodes and say, oh, yeah, we just it just didn't work. We didn't make any money, or we couldn't get any big guests. For a lot of this journey, it might feel like you're treading water. But if you're treading water, that means you're still alive. And the longer you can tread water, the more likely you are to swim to a very nice island that has great microphones and great cameras. As always, if you would like to book a free 30-minute podcast breakthrough session with me, we will talk about your title, your niche, your artwork, whatever. Please click the link in the show notes. It'll be there. Next week for episode number 78, get rid of the safety nets. So there is a reason... I don't really script these episodes. Just behind the scenes. All I had written for this episode was number 77. I have it on my big screen here. Are you measuring the, the right results? Question mark. And then under that, I had getting guests, comma, social media numbers, comma, download numbers. When I say get rid of the safety net, 
all that means is don't rely on the railing forever. If you're just starting, having bullet points, having bullet points, excuse me, is awesome. And that's a good safety net to start. But as you get better and you practice and you do more, you have to get rid of the safety nets. So I want to talk about that in the next episode because I think that's one of the most challenging parts of speaking is you're thinking about what you're going to say before you say it so it comes off as robotic and it just, it doesn't really land. It doesn't seem like you. It doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem like your personality. So we'll talk about that and some other things for next week's episode, episode number 78, Get Rid of the Safety Nets. As always, I appreciate you all very, very much. I hope the stories are coming out smooth. I hope your technology is working. I hope the lighting in your studio is not giving you a massive headache. If so, I understand very much. I hope the guests are the highest quality they've ever been. I hope your audience is self-identifying and saying, hey, I listen to the podcast. I love it. I hope the Facebook group is growing. Email list is growing. I, I hope for all of that stuff. And if you are celebrating the holiday season right now, I hope it is going very, very well and you're still able to get everything done that you want to. We will talk to you all next week. Have a wonderful week of podcasting. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at neverquitkid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.